Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com can get you the intel you need to succeed. The intel edge you require is at GaryAshton.com in this red-hot Nashville real estate market. True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Your first workout is free at TrueMathFitness.com. They can help you work off some of your frustrations when your team doesn't sign any players or when your team pays $10 million for a backup left tackle. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go. Superbook Sports, download the Superbook app today and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000 win or lose. Whether you're betting the NBA tonight or all the college basketball that's ahead, Superbook.com has you covered. So, today has been a very confusing day if you're a Titans fan. Jonathan Caverly says, Rogers still in play. Rogers in play for who? Uh, this is a Tennessee Titans uh fan base primarily i would assume with the uh with the people who follow a to z sports here in nashville although we do now have like 25 markets under the a to z sports network umbrella but if you're here you're probably a titans fan so i don't know who the hell aaron Rodgers is in play for but certainly not the tennessee titans at this point um looking at a couple of different things that the titans have done today okay two let's start with the moves that they did not make the moves that they did not make are um, re-signing Nate Davis, who went on a three-year deal to the Chicago Bears, and re-signing David Long, who joined the Miami Dolphins this uh, this uh, this legal tampering period on a two-year, $11 million deal, $5.5 million a year for David Long on a short-term deal. Now, that's... Uh, the NFL telling you that David Long wasn't very sought after among inside linebackers. And this is kind of the situation uh, that uh, the inside linebacking, the off-ball linebacker market has taken in the past couple of years. I, I remember there being a similar amount of surprise around Jayon Brown's low contract offers uh, both times that he was available in free agency while he was still on the Titans. And, and David Long, it does not appear uh, to be much different. There are some guys who got paid at the top of the heap, but beyond that, um, David Long is not, you know, one of the best inside linebackers in football, even if he was a really, really good player here for the past, let's call it two seasons. Um, but they chose not to resign those two players who are their biggest unrestricted free agents. So they let them walk. Comp Hicks uh, will be on the other side of that for Nate Davis and David Long. So then there is the signing of Andre Dillard, who many of you wanted via trade last offseason. Uh, a former first-round pick in the 2019 draft class. He was uh, drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles, lost his uh, starting job fairly quickly, has only nine NFL starts to his name, and has dealt with a significant amount of injury. You gave that man, ten, that you gave that man $10 million a year. Um, I'm shocked to see his value be that high, but those are the three transactions 
that are associated with the Tennessee Titans today. So I'd like to start with your Two Rivers Ford take and get your assessment on what it is that your team did or did not do on the first day of legal tampering before free agency officially opens and these transactions can be made official on March 15th at 3 p.m. Central Time. Your Two Rivers Ford take is this. Grade the Titans' first day of free agency. A through F is how you do so. Do so in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We will discuss at length together right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime and the Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. uh, Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet and you can get a quality American-made Ford vehicle for uh, below MSRP because that's what they sell all their non-specialty new Ford vehicles for, always below MSRP. Two Rivers Ford has award-winning customer service and those quality American-made Ford vehicles that you will enjoy. So go test drive one for yourself at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or build your own the way that I did at tworiversford.com. So how would you grade the Titans' first day of free agency in the comments section? Um, Ken Kaniff says, we did not re-sign long. Lane Iserhagen says, still no extension for Big Jeff. Yes, well, it was, Jeff Simmons was never going to happen before Deron Payne or uh, who got paid today. Um, uh, the interior defensive lineman from the Eagles, Jamon Hargrave, went to the 49ers on a, on a substantive deal. Jeff was never going to get paid before those, uh, was never going to accept a contract offer before guys like that got their contract offers. And now the Titans are under pressure to get that done before Quinn and Williams gets paid because Quinn and Williams will set a, uh, will get paid more money than Jeff, but will probably bring the Jeff contract up if it's not done before. So um, let's uh, looking at, looking at some of these transactions, uh, Peter says all the guys who have been hurt, Rabe's kind of got at that in the past. Um, specifically about David Long, Mike Rabel did make comments about uh, soft tissue injuries and things that guys like David Long and Christian Fulton could do to better prevent those in their own rehabilitation process. Um, I think that a lot of people are concerned about the Andre Dillard situation. Pitt Tyson, quoting me, says, backup offensive tackle with very ob- obvious upside to be a solid signing. If you watch the tape, Pip, (laughs) the tape of Andre Tillard uh, is few and far between. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate what you're saying there, because if if it if it ends up panning out um, and he ends up being, you know, worthy of first round draft uh, draft pedigree, the way that the Eagles initially thought that he was. That's all well and good. But the dude has played in 12 games and he's been in the league since 2019. Don't don't give me. You, you cannot give me tape in this particular situation. Uh, no, excuse me. The guy has appeared in 43 games. 12 games is how many appeared in last year. Apologies, I was looking at the wrong line. 43 games since 2019. He did, uh, he did only put together nine starts in those 43 games. So he appeared in a variety of different functions, either as an extra offensive lineman, or uh, in reserve circumstances because of injuries along the Philadelphia offensive line. Uh, last year was no different. He appeared in 12. It was the fewest games that he had played in all season with, or all uh, throughout the course of his career with zero starts last season, despite Philadelphia dealing with several injuries. So yeah, tape is fine, um, but the tape is few and far between, and the tape is really from the last 
you know, two seasons ago, not uh, two seasons ago is the last time you've got evidence that this guy can legitimately play. And even then it's pretty spotty, right? Um, teams don't let good offensive linemen go. And Philadelphia does have the best offensive line situation in the sport. So they're not necessarily looking for a starting left tackle at this point, but they did take Andre Dillard with the intention of starting him uh, in the NFL. Now, I, if it ends up panning out, it's possible that a that new scenery can go a long way for this guy. We'll see what the new Titans offensive line coach, Jason Hotailing, uh, is able to do with him because development has not been a strength of this offensive coaching offensive line coaching staff in the last couple of years. Dylan Radens has not made progress. Nate Davis is probably their best success story uh, in the last couple of seasons, and they've not been able to find and really help a right tackle or. Um, find a better guard situation than they've had uh, beyond Aaron Brewer. So, yeah, I mean, potential is all well and good, but, like, potential is what you bring up around Caleb Farley. I don't need another Caleb Farley in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need more questions about another Caleb Farley. This is a uh, – this, to me, is another version of a Caleb Farley syndrome where you're just – you continue to be lured by that potential, um, but there's no – really, if you're citing tape, the tape evidence is not out there at this point. So how would you grade – the Titans' first day of free agency. Sam the Man says F. D-plus says SCP. Dakari says C. Bradley Mangold says A-D. Um, I think that there's a lot of different ways that you can look at this, but I'll uh, I'll get into that here in just a second. Quick reminder, though, that the primetime show is presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress the Ashton team will make sure that you get what you need to succeed with that Intel edge. They're always the best in the business uh, when it helps, when it comes to help you finding your dream address or helping you sell your home for more. Gary Ashton is always there for you to make sure that you can get the best value on the best properties. Go to GaryAshton.com for more information. Um, so grading the Titans in free agency on day one, only one move being made at this point. Only one signing being made at this point. The uh, Tennessee Titans signing Andre Dillard as, you know, I have no idea whether he'll be a starting left tackle. For $10 million, you're, you're kind of in the middle ground, rolling the dice, saying, okay, if he ends up being better depth, that's fine. They have terrible depth at this point. They don't have any depth right now. Dennis Daly's not even under contract anymore. Um, so they needed a left tackle of some, in some way, shape or form, they could still draft their left tackle of the future and move Andre Dillard inside to guard. That is also a possibility because they'll need to replace Nate Davis and, uh, need to find other solutions along that offensive line. NPF is only, is the only returning starter at this point with Ben gone, Nate gone and Lawan gone, even though Lawan didn't start uh, a terrible amount of games. In 2022, I would say, um, you know, they didn't spend on a wide receiver. Nobody else did today either. Wide receiver, veteran wide receiver help is what they could use. They did not bring back Nate Davis. I didn't think that they should have, even though I understand how much heavy lifting is going to need to be done. And frankly, like David Long, five years or uh, two years, rather, $11 million, an average of five and a half to go to play in Miami. I think that's pretty affordable, and I, I, I like David Long enough to keep him at that price point, but uh, that may have been the best offer that David Long had out on the market, and I don't know how much the Titans tried to retain him. It doesn't sound like they 
made a ton of effort to do so. Inside linebacker again is not a premium position, so maybe they are uh, maybe they are not valuing it uh, the way that the rest of the league is not valuing it. Um, looking at the uh, looking at the circumstances for the Tennessee Titans, I would say that a D is probably fair. Um, you know, not retaining the two biggest free agents and bringing in a free agent at a position of need, but for a pretty steep price point. Let me say C minus. C minus D seems a bit harsh because they don't have any money. So I don't know who I expect them to pay. Um, really, they don't have any money, uh, even with all the releases that they made, including Ben. Bud Dupree can't be made official until uh, the new league year starts. So they'll have to wait until Wednesday for that. Maybe they'll wait until Wednesday to make more substantive moves. But with all the different needs on the roster, a $10 million backup left tackle is a tough, tough kind of, uh, tough kind of sell, I would say, at this point. Um, why did we not resign David Long for 11 million for two years? Well, it's clear they didn't want him. Like, I mean, that's the only answer I can give you now. Why they didn't want him? Uh, Mike Vrabel has messaged uh, about the injuries before. Um, David, again, off-ball linebacker is something that is not is fairly easy to find. I think uh, with a, a couple of these uh, with a couple of these uh, draft classes. Although this is not a terribly strong inside linebacking class. And really the only one, I don't think Dylan Cole's under contract right now. I can fact check that for you really quickly. Uh, but I think that Monty Rice and Dr. Jack Gibbons may be the only linebackers that the Titans have on their roster under contract. Dylan Cole. Yeah. Dylan Cole's an unrestricted free agent right now. So Dylan Cole's not even there and Dylan Cole was somebody who had outplayed Zach Cunningham. So you can't even put Dylan Cole back out on the field. Now you could bring him back, I guess, theoretically. Or you could get cheaper and try and draft one, which it looks like this team might do. But they only have six draft picks. Like, unless they're going to move somebody and pick up additional additional draft capital or trade out of 11, um, you know, I think that, uh, I mean, I guess, who was, the, who was the Ole Miss linebacker that they drafted last year? He was pretty quickly not available i'm blanking on his name uh as a part of last year's draft class i think he was a seventh round or a sixth round draft pick uh chance campbell does that sound right chance campbell um is what robert is saying giving me the thumbs up back there so chance campbell i think is still on the roster i don't remember um i'm pretty sure he spent last year on ir i have to there's just so many players who were not available last year uh, Chance Campbell is still under contract with the Titans, so he is in the second year of his deal, but he's not a coverage linebacker. He would be a backup to Monty Rice and a special teams player, so that's not a one-to-one -one replacement at this point. Now they can find day three inside linebackers. That was Jayon Brown. That was David Long. They're out there. I wouldn't sweat the uh, I wouldn't sweat the David Long thing so much, but I do think that they've got so many different players to replace uh, that it is a uh, that it is a tough spot to put them in. All right, so, you know, giving them a grade, I'd say a C-. minus. You know, they're not going to be big spenders. Um, like I said, they don't have money. Even after they cleared up a lot of cap space, Tannehill and Henry would give them significant cap relief, but, of course, they can't. Um, I just don't, don't think they can do anything with Ryan Tannehill until they know what Aaron Rodgers' situation is, and Aaron Rodgers is holding everybody hostage at this point, um, which Robert, I'm sure, will address later on in the show. So a C minus for the time being is the grade that I would give the Tennessee Titans on the first day of free agency. It does look like a significant roster rebuild um, at this point and uh, a lot of heavy lifting that's going to need to continue to be done. 
Uh, Jimbo says, yes, send uh, send Buck to Indy now that A to Z Indy is a thing. Wait, do we have an Indianapolis site? Also, no, I'm never going back to the state of Indiana. Nashville is as far north as I'll ever live in my life uh, at this point. Uh, so, no. I, I am in a contract year, though. I am in a contract year. So, um, should uh, should A to Z Indy – I mean, A to Z Indy is not going to make me a, a better offer than A to Z Nashville would because it's the same company. But I am in a contract year. So, potentially, you could trade me on an expiring contract and get back God knows what. Maybe a, maybe a ham sandwich and a pair of shoes. Pair of shoes might be a little high, depending on what kind of shoes you want. Either way, uh, we will. We don't have to talk about my contract situation because Titans are needing to sign contracts and do a variety of different deals uh, to get this up and running again. So let's talk about winning the offseason uh, at this point um, and who has done so at this stage. Uh, you have one buck in everyone in our division. I, do we actually? See, I... You know, I know I've been on vacation, honestly. <laughs> so I know that the, uh, I know that the, uh, I know that there's been a lot of news that's happened since I've been out. And I do know that A to Z made a substantial expansion and a new announcement. The new website looks great. Um, even if it took me a little bit to figure it out uh, when I was writing my Ben Jones article about breaking that news. But either way, uh, too funny exclusive tag on Bucks is Alejandro. <laughs> it's very mixed results. It's much like your free agency. Xavier wants to trade me. Uh, Alex wants to tag me. We'll uh, we'll see. Sign Buck and make him suffer through <laughs> through a rebuild with us. Uh, listen, everybody's got a price. So if you want if you want to pay me more money to watch shitty football, sign me up, baby. I'll uh, I'll do that any day of the week. Anyway, let's keep it moving. Who won the offseason on, or who won free agency day one? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and discuss at length right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they'll get uh, they'll get uh, your first bet, match your first bet, up to $1,000, win or lose. They will make sure that you enjoy the betting process and have the opportunity to wager on all your favorite sports. Superbook.com has the best odds boosts and promotions. So download Superbook apps, uh, Superbook's app today. Go to go to Superbook.com for all the terms and conditions. Gambling problems, uh, go to the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Guys just keep coming up with the trade options for me. Buck for Lamar in a joint sign and trade. Yeah, I'm sure Robert. Walsh would love that. Uh, <laughs> he would be rid of me, but he would actually, that might benefit Robert most now that he's in Nashville to trade me away and to get Lamar in Tennessee. That might uh, be enough to convert him from a Ravens fan to a Titans fan. Um, I'm saying the Broncos won today, two upgrades on the offensive line, something the Titans should have done. Yeah, but a lot of money um, for offensive linemen that were allowed to hit the market. Those deals don't typically pan out all that well. Uh, let's see every team, but the Titans says William Young, um, buck for a washing machine says Stephen King. I, uh, that reminds me, I need to go pick up some uh, laundry detergent after this. Uh, I say Miami, how to, uh, how not to says Miami at this point, Xavier Cohen agrees. I would say to you, um, that there is a couple of, uh, there is a couple of different players to consider. Now I would say that a team that you could not say did the best in free agency today because of the talent that they let walk is the Titans. Um, I, there's a couple of baldy breakdowns that I want to share with you. The first is uh, David Long. David Long is an absolute ass kicker when he's out on the field. Now he's missed 
12 games in the last two seasons. That's a lot at this point. And the hamstring injuries is something it seems the Titans are willing to gamble on him not being able to figure out. But uh, Baldy, uh, Brian Baldinger does the Baldy breakdowns on the internet on a regular basis. We've got one of Andre Dillard for you as well, speaking of teach tape. But I want you to watch the David Long one first to see what it is that the Titans just lost in the middle of their defense. I think people know Kevin Byard. I mean, I hope you do. As good a free safety as there is. I think they know who Jeffrey Simmons is. At least I hope they do. But do they know who David Long is? This is the first play of the game. This is how you play football. This is Tennessee Titan football right here. You just come in and you just blast the guard. You just come in, you just give him, bam, right foot, right shoulder. Right foot, right shoulder. Just blast him. All right? And then get off the block and make the tackle. You know, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, they ran for 207 yards against the Cowboys. They couldn't get 60 yards last night against this defense. You watch this David Long Jr. leads the team in tackles, like negative plays, all these plays last night behind the line of scrimmage, one after another, because all he does is attack. Like, he attacks and he just finds the opening. Full speed. Full speed player. Like, just put your put your periscope on David Long Jr. You'll have a good time. You'll get your money's worth. It'll be worth your time. Like, what he sees here is he sees, all right, I got my inside linebacker right here. Like, just... Up, 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 up. Now go attack. Bam. Watch what he does to Aaron Jones. Puts Aaron Jones right on his Jones. Like, bam. Like, that's tight in football. Just win each battle. End of the game. Two minutes to go. First play, he blew up the right guard. Here he is on the last play. Last play of the game, fourth and one midfield. Watch this here. Watch him just attack the center. Josh Myers, there he is. Sticking his head right in the gap and taking down Aaron Jones. For no gain. Aaron Rodgers looking over to the sticks on that side. He's looking to the sticks on that side. He's like, damn, we didn't make a yard. We couldn't make a yard. That David Long Jr. just stuffed him all game long. There he is. Like, he's got, he's got to stand on his toes maybe to get to six feet. Doesn't matter. It's the way that he plays. Like the modern-day London Fletcher. Like the modern-day London Fletcher is crazy praise. From Brian Baldinger. <laughs> William Jones says, why the F is Jeff Swaim still on this team? He effing sucks. Jeff Swaim's not on the team. Relax. <laughs> He's an unrestricted free agent. <laughs> you guys crack me up. Uh, but yes, letting David Long go was tough. Um, and I think that's a good articulation of it. Nika says, I know he was hurt often, but I wanted to keep him. He was fun to watch. Fan favorite, big time player on defense. By the way, the defensive signal caller. So like, you're not only replacing a good linebacker, you're replacing the person who makes your defense organized at this stage. I don't think that's Monty Rice right now. Now, maybe it could end up being, maybe Kevin Byard puts the green dot back on and has to orchestrate the defense from the back end. But David Long is not just losing a player, not just losing an inside linebacker, not just losing a good player, but he's also losing one of the team's leaders and top communicators, somebody who understands the defense and, Somebody it's fair to imagine that Shane Bowen had a good connection with and how they were able to call defense um, and get that executed on the field. So the modern-day London Fletcher, a tough scene. <laughs> AC 720 says, Will Compton's coming back. That's the that's the way you'll know it's a true it's a true tank. A true tank if they re-sign Will Compton uh, for, for year 10. Although it would be, I 
I, I'm running out of dudes that I uh, that I uh, that I know anymore. I'll be honest with you. That locker room looks a lot different than the locker room that I've created relationships with over the past couple of years. So I would uh, I would like to have familiar faces back in the locker room just for the uh, the sake of being able to talk to somebody, but uh, talk to people. But you know, uh, rosters turn over all the time, and now it's time for me to learn a bunch of new different players and uh, make those new relationships, which should be a lot of fun. Because I mean, listen, I think roster construction is uh, fascinating. Now it may not end up being a good football team. I, I personally don't think the Titans have much to aspire to at this point, just uh, pending some significantly different moves that they'll make between now and the end of the NFL draft process. But, um, you know, I mean, I do think it's fascinating to see how they try to put this thing back together. Now how they'll try to put this thing back together is also signing depth on the offensive line. I don't know if Andre Dillard's going to start. But uh, somebody brought up tape study of Andre Dillard earlier. We have another Brian uh, Baldinger breakdown for you on that. Was traded up from 25 to 22 in front of the Houston Texans to take Andre Dillard. I thought he was the best tackle in the draft. Now, he's a pass protector, but there he is just caving in the whole side of USC's defensive line for the touchdown. 6'5", 215 pounds. He ran a five-flat 40. The heir apparent to Jason Peters. Three-man rush, no problem. Just dig him out. All right, now, let's watch him here against Colorado. Bam. Hands inside. Great position. Even when he gets pulled, he doesn't get pulled forward. Now, let's watch him here. Let's watch the technique here against Colorado. Two-point stance for most of his career. Good shuffle. You want to try to dip underneath him? He's going to run you right around the horn. Andre Dillon. Eagles like the trenches. They just got more. Okay, so that's college tape, though. Um, he's not done that in the NFL on a consistent level. So the college tape, all well and good. We'll see if the Titans can't bring out a better version of him. Um, looking at teams who won the first day of free agency, though, I think the Dolphins uh, really kind of take the uh, take the trophy so far now they traded for Jalen Ramsey prior to the new league year beginning they have acquired David Long uh they are we were talking today to Trevor Sikkim of Pro Football Focus he he mentioned their interest in Odell Beckham Jr. to go along with Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill in that wide receiver core I don't know what that would cost but it would be a phenomenal watch I think the uh I think the Dolphins are the team that people are looking at as going all in at this point um, it's just funny to me that they could have done this in a much different way with a significant upgrade at quarterback had they not tried to tamper, not tampered, actively tampered with Tom Brady and lost a first-round draft pick this year. All right, let's move on to In Case You Missed It, and let's welcome producer Robert into the fray to tell us what exactly, through all the free agency news, because there was a ton of it. In fact, there are still free agency deals being uh, reported as we sit here right now, the latest that I saw was a deal for a former Broncos, Draymond Jones, the former Broncos defensive lineman, going to the Seahawks on a $48 million deal. Either way, it's time for In Case You Missed It. I feel like there's a lot of stuff, so there's could be plenty of things that you did miss. But one thing that you absolutely couldn't miss, but I thought we would be doing a disservice if we didn't touch on it, Aaron Rodgers today. It looked like there was some light at the end of a darkness retreat. Mm -hmm. uh, you could see the end of it coming. Trey Wingo saw the end of it coming. In fact, he tweeted, it is done. Aaron Rodgers is going to follow in Brett Favre's footsteps yeah. and end up as a Jet. Uh, 
To which Ian Rapport said, uh, <laughs> I don't care who's tweeting. Nothing's happening. It's not it's not moving as quick as you think it is. Before you uh, before you continue on with, with uh, the story here, that's happened a couple of times. Like somebody from SNY reported that it was a done deal uh, for uh, for Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Tom Pelissero refuted that. Ian Rappaport refuting Trey Wingo's reporting on Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people are getting the Aaron Rodgers stuff wrong, and nothing has happened as of today. So he's probably just sitting back and cackling while everybody fumbles around trying to get the news on the biggest quarterback transaction of the offseason. It's probably just a shift in mindset. Like we said, he went to that darkness retreat. He's a new person. He's shaking off all of that selfishness. He's going to be a real leader. So he's allowed to take this time, Buck, to show where he wants to lead at. It's not like he said he was going to, he wasn't going to drag this whole thing out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold him hostage. Uh, you know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency. So, um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then um, figure out what's best. It's very big of him to not hold him. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe he did say he wasn't going to hold him hostage. It's not like every other quarterback on the market that's worth a shit has been signed already. Like, it's not like if he doesn't go to the Jets, they didn't just get caught with their pants down. No big deal. He's not holding anybody hostage, right? It's crazy. Um, now, somebody brings up uh, dead uh, <laughs> Fox, P-H-U-X, <laughs> on YouTube. I think that's says, a French word for seal. <laughs> you know what? That's We bring culture to this show. Uh, he says he'll, that Rodgers will announce it tomorrow on McAfee. How 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 giddy is Pat McAfee that he's the person who has the Aaron Rodgers weekly exclusive? It's probably going to happen that way. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so absurd. Now, the ayahuasca, uh, I don't know how much that's helped him. I don't know if New York would be calling him. This man is going to end up retiring after holding the entire NFL hostage or something like that, which would be objectively hilarious. But I do think that, uh, I mean, there has to be a decision coming at some point this week. Just... I just can't imagine what he's thinking at this point. Multiple times, though. He has done this multiple times. He is a perennial hostage holder. Every year, it's always like, oh, I want a new deal, or oh, I don't know if I want to play, or oh, you should trade me. You shouldn't trade me. I don't know if I want to go. I'm going to go in a hole in the ground. Whatever. Just ship the dude off for pennies on the dollar. I I expect this trade not to be as big as as all the other quarterback trades have been. Because it's obvious the Packers really don't want the dude either. They've they've had comments saying they're ready to move on. Jordan Love is more than capable of being a starter. Nobody wants the dude besides the Jets, and he doesn't even act like he wants to go to the Jets anymore. He's going to keep holding it up. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm fascinated to see what happens, and that is in case you missed it with producer Robert for this week. Well done, bud. See you tomorrow, buddy. Okay. That's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. Thanks for hanging out, as always, with us. Radio show, uh, Mike Herndon of uh, PaulKaharski.com is going to be in studio with us for the 11 o'clock hour. We'll go through the free agency deals that have been made. I'm certain there will be more transactions that are reported while we're on the air. So make sure you're listening from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone, and we'll uh, enjoy that time together. If I don't catch you there on the radio show at 10, We will have another primetime show to recap the latest in free agency tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Until then, enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will see you guys at some point tomorrow. Are you surprised to hear that? 
Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.